0: Do you feel helpless when you keep trying to get back on the fitness and health wagon with little or no success? Exercise does not have to be an all-or-nothing approach to good health. Welcome to You Only Stronger with your host, fitness expert Michael Skog. You'll learn how to make small and larger changes you can apply no matter what your age or fitness level is. Get ready to take charge of your fitness and glory years. Now, here's Michael Skog.
1: Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. Um, anybody feeling the results of daylight savings? I know that I'm tired, but I have I have a uh, a beat up body, and it's for a different reason. <clears throat> I'm going to digress just for a second. So, um, thank you for joining me on the Variety Channel. This is you only stronger. Um, my name is Michael Scogg. Today's topic is fit after forty. Um now you may have seen my little my little promo earlier this week, but uh, if you're not 40, just know that 40's coming. And it's just smart to uh, to be prepared, no matter what's coming your way. Um, so now on onto on to why I feel the way I do. So um, I, uh, I run classes all week long, and I teach the second half of the week and saturday as well and then i went to a certification over the weekend i was invited as a uh, a guest um, the host invited me. Now, um, the presenter didn't invite me, so it was basic. It was kind of, it was like I was laying in the weeds, uh, listening in on on this curriculum. And this was one of my competitors. Um, I shouldn't say was, is one of my competitors, and has been since I started my education program. And this is the second time that I've had the opportunity to sit in on a, a competitors uh, certification program. And um, and I I'm just I feel really uh, really affirmed that that what I'm doing is the right thing. Um, now uh, that's not to say I didn't enjoy it because it was fun. I love to work out, but um, basically it was it was just a workout. And uh, uh, you know, these certifications are expensive, so you're going to go somewhere and you're going to pay a lot of money for a workout. You're getting that workout during the week anyway. So um, I guess what I'm really trying to uh, get at is I didn't learn anything. I didn't learn anything except that uh, the, uh, the last workout I did in that day really sucked. And, um, and it's, uh, I'm feeling the results of it right now. Uh, you come to my certification, gratuitous plug right here. You come to my certification and um, you don't, it's not my intention to beat you up. It's my intention to teach you up. I want you to uh, to learn. I want you to learn theory. I'm a theory guy. Um, I want you to learn what to do. I want you to learn why you're doing it. And then I want you to learn how to implement. So often that how is left up to the individual without any kind of roadmap or strategy. Well, that's not how I do things. In fact, when you come to, you just come to a class and um, I have a tendency to over instruct so it's like my members have become experts at uh, movement and, and kettlebell, what I do. I'm a kettlebell guy, and I'm going to get into that a little deeper uh, once we, once we um, dive into, uh, oh, probably the last segment, maybe even the third segment. But anyway, so last week um, we talked about, or I assigned you homework called pandiculation. I gave everybody a home, uh, a uh, an assignment to do uh, before they even got out of bed every morning to uh, do an expose. And I hope some of you did it. I hope you gave it a try to uh, just test my theory. Um, I continue to do so, um, and I continue to (laughs) even though I just I just admitted that I feel like a bruised grape this morning. um, I you know, I'm still, I'm up and I'm moving and I'm ready to take on the world and fitness after 40 is appropriate because I am 50. So I know what it's like to be, uh, after 40, how about that? So this week's pandiculation, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but I am going to walk you through a couple reps and, uh, this is what I want you to do. So I want, I want you to take a seat. Extend your legs in front of you. So you have about, oh, I'd say 105 degrees at the knees. So your heels are on the floor, not your toes. Now I want you to dig your heels into the floor and tighten your hamstrings, and now tighten your midsection. Extend your arms out in front of you, squeeze your fists, and work muscle contraction all the way into your center. So let's go after your forearms. I want you to squeeze your biceps your shoulders, your pecs, all the way into your midsection. And now in this position, let's drive the elbows backwards. So drive them back and squeeze your upper back, pinch your shoulder blades together, and we're gonna hold for five, four, three, two, one, and slowly relax from your belly button out. And lastly, I'm gonna let go of my hands and feet. All right, so that's one rep. Let's do two reps total. All right, so here we go. Arms are extended out in front of you. Dig your heels into the floor, squeeze your hands, tighten everything in between. We're connecting dots. So arms, shoulders, hamstrings up to the belly button. And everything's fired, let's pull. Drive those elbows back. Squeeze, and five, four, three, two one, and relax. All right. So that's all you're going to get. I want you to continue, though. Give me five reps. You don't have to do it right now. Or you can do it while I'm talking to you. But I'm going to tell you what you're doing. What you're doing is you're firing everything up on the backside of your body. Um, we get amnesia. Actually, our muscles get amnesia as we age. Or as life... Dictates how we move. So, if we're desk dwellers, and that's what today's uh, drill is all about, and it's going after you, desk dwellers, um, we tend to have bad posture. We get rounded through the shoulders because we sit at a desk and we keyboard. Now, what what we're doing with today's Uh, Today's drill is we're firing everything up on the backside and even including the hamstrings just by digging your heels into the floor, you should have felt an activation on the backside of the leg. So now I'm going to light up your whole post your whole posterior chain with that simple little pull, firing everything up along the way. And uh, after five reps, you'll feel taller. Now, all that's going to do is it's just going to correct your posture. It's going to get you upright. So, uh, when you feel like you just need to get up from your desk, shake it off because you're stiff in the neck, you're stiff in the upper back and the shoulders, and you're, you're getting pain. And often that telltale pain is the front of the shoulder. If you're getting that pain, go through this. Do that, uh, desk dwellers. Um, mobility drill that, that we just start or we just covered, and um, and you'll see you'll see a tremendous difference. You'll see it in your posture, and you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel better. That's just the way it works. Uh, we want to get rid of amnesia, so backside we can't see it in the mirror. It's easy to forget about it. You know, it's and let me expound on that a little more. Um, so often. When we are self-guided in our workout pursuits, we let the mirror dictate our priority list. So you're standing in the mirror, you're doing your workout, you're gonna work all the muscles that you can see that give you an instant gratification with a pump. Um, that's typically, you know, that's that's the eye test. You, if you see it. Um, you see it moving. You see it filling with blood, and then um, you see a change after the exercise. That's that's your uh, your pump. But if you don't see it in the mirror, chances are it gets uh, it gets low priority. It gets tacked on to the back of the workout, or maybe get it gets skipped altogether. And we are a uh, a forward moving culture. All right, so we don't. We don't move backwards, and that's cool, right? Um, But we can't ignore the fact that we need to move backwards. Moving backwards fires the backside. Uh, Oftentimes, the hamstrings, the glutes, and the low back suffer because we don't give them enough attention. And what we did, that call to action, real simple, the desk dweller, that will right that wrong so do that this week I want to hear about it um, we're gonna have time for call-ins today I believe so um, if you've got questions uh, surrounding the topic uh, fit after 40 or questions about uh, oh about the, the pendiculation we just covered call in um, also tell me how you did last week um, all right. So today, I have a guest calling in. At least, I hope I have a guest calling in. Um, we were supposed to connect last night, and then early this morning, he lives in Mexico City. It's pretty tough to nail him down. He has a very uh, a very busy schedule. He is a um, a criminal prosecutor down there, and he's a guru. He's he's one of my one of my mentors, and I don't have many. So. Um, I really hold this guy in high regard, and I love him like a brother. He's a great guy. His kids are cool. They, uh, you know, I'm known as Uncle Michael. <laughs> Gotta have an Uncle Michael. Anyway, um, he is our guest, and guess what? He's over 40, so he can definitely um, he can lend to the subject, and uh, and bring a lot more than just. Just a fun conversation. We're going to open it up shortly. We're heading into a a commercial break soon. Uh, One thing that I want to uh, leave with you is I said um, that you're not 40. If you're not 40, you're going to be. Well, here's the drill. The minute we're born, we're on a a path. And it's a path um, from being an infant to being elderly. All right. And along that path, Hopefully, we get fit. Hopefully, we stay healthy so that as we enter our our elderly ages, um, we can operate and function and remain independent. And let me tell you something independence is a big thing. Do not take that for granted. And I'm going to talk about, um, I'm going to give you guys some tips, but I'm also going to give you some data. I'm going to give you some reasons why you should. uh, You should really take a listen to what I'm selling. And um, be sure to join us after this commercial break. We are going to dive right in. And uh, we'll see you real soon.
0: Michael Skog has created an at-home workout program available through virtualskog.com. Virtual Skog is used in 38 countries worldwide. It's a program created for all ability levels with workout progressions built in. There are over 90 workouts to choose from. These workouts range from 20 minutes to just over an hour. All of the workouts are downloadable to the app to use later. Content includes kettlebell, bodyweight exercises, and yoga with new material added monthly. Visit virtualscog.com today.
3: Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips is an insider's glimpse at a life from a psychological perspective. It's a look at what matters to us. Why do we laugh? How do we cope with stress? Are men and women really that different? What is it about our relationships? How are they formed? How they work out? And why they sometimes don't? Every week is something new to engage you. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life.
0: This is You Only Stronger with Michael Skog. To connect with the program today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to Michael at SkogKettleBell.com. Now, back to You Only Stronger.
1: And we're back. This is Michael Skog. Our topic today is fit after 40. Now, honestly, I could have named this fit after 35, but uh, it just doesn't have the same punch that fit after 40 does. And um, I'm I'm going to uh, head down that explanation road right now. So here's the deal. (laughs) When we hit 35, everything starts to go into decline. In fact, um, we reach our peak between the ages of 20 and 35. Now, that's a big range. You're talking 15 years. But at 35, that's truly where uh, where we start to see a decline in hormone levels. Now, you are not going to feel it at 35 like you are at 40 or 45 or 50 or beyond, but uh, it's happening whether you like it or not, at 35, our um, our body, there are certain organs and uh, glands and and systems that start to show fatigue. Uh, we basically, it's almost like a um, a, a time release um, as we get out of our our teenage years. Um, this time release, it it. It starts the countdown. The countdown clock begins, and at 35 years old, we stop um, secreting growth hormone. Growth hormone is one of those uh, one of those hormones that it's like the uh, granddaddy of all hormones. It um, controls a lot of different systems. We continue to create it, but we don't continue to secrete it. Um, our pituitary goes through a a stress. All, you know, as long as we're alive, it's under stress. Everything in our system is under stress. But the pituitary starts to uh, act first, and that is really how, um, how growth, growth hormone makes it into the body. Now, you're going to see lots of supplements out there. Um, in fact, I, I have one in mind. Uh, it's all about uh, take this supplement and get your, grow, your youth back because it, um, it creates growth hormone. Now, that might be the case. Um, it might create more growth hormone, but that is not the—that's not the uh, this the trick. The trick is secreting it. Do we release it into our body? We can create it. We can create it well into our uh, elderly years, but we don't release it anymore. So, what do we do in in the in that process? Well, we um we develop our nutrition plan. We um, get lots of rest and recovery, and we exercise. Now, I have a model. It's a real crude model, and uh, some of you have heard this before, but I'm going to tell you again, and that is um, I use a triangle as my, uh, my geometric model shape. Uh, it has three sides, so that means I have three variables in my fitness. I have exercise on one side, I have nutrition on one side, and I have rest and recovery. Now, most of us nail exercise some of us nail nutrition almost all of us blow it on the rest and recovery it is as important to rest and recover as it is to exercise there's plenty of us that um that are in that mindset where we just have to go, go, go all the time. If we have an idle moment, get up and do some some body weight squats or push-ups or uh, we just were in pursuit of the perfect body. Um, That is not the way to observe a rest or a recovery component in the model. If you are not resting, you are not recovering. That means uh, everything that you've done in the gym to uh, break the muscle down, um, to strain other systems or your aerobic system, uh, your lactate system, your ATP system, and I'll talk about those shortly. Um, Everything we do to uh, strain those, those systems aren't getting time enough to repair. So if you stay in a constant state of disrepair, you're not going to show improvement. In fact, you're going to slip into the hole. So that's a diminishing return factor. You need to recover now. What does that look like? You can build that recovery period into your workout week. You can build it into your workout hour. Um, you can build it. You can build it in. Well, in, in, into your day. Um, so let's start with the workout hour. You. Um, Your workout is an hour long. Build rest periods into that hour. I personally like to match my my exertion with rest. So if I do a minute of exertion, at the very least, I'm going to do a minute of rest. That that way, the body can uh, replenish its fuel in the muscle bellies and uh, we can continue to operate at a high level. Um, If it's in your workout week, then... Try this, try working out two days and then taking a rest day. Now that rest day doesn't mean you need to lay on your back and, uh, and do nothing. That rest day could be a day of stretching. Uh, do some yoga, not high intensity yoga. I'm not gonna say go down that path because after all, this needs to be legitimate recovery. And that, I mean, I've been in some yoga classes where I've had my butt handed to me. So I wouldn't call that recovery. Um, but the point is, drop your exertion on that third day. So that's a great way to build recovery into your workout week. Or you can you can be that person that um, that cycles your uh, intensity levels. So you can go high intensity one day, low intensity the next. So you have this nice roll, this peak and valley from uh, one day to the next and that's recovery as well. Now also sleeping, sleeping is a big deal. For those of you that don't sleep a full night's rest, six to eight hours, you're missing out. You're missing out on a big part because really during that time, that's when your body is repairing itself and that's when growth hormone is really doing its magic. Now as we age, (laughs) that magic goes away. So, um, what do we do in the process? We train smart. All right. So, as, um, as we hit 35, I talked about systems start to get stressed and strained. We go into decline. We lose a, a pound of muscle a year after 35 if we're doing nothing about it. That means no resistance training. And I'm telling you guys, riding a bike, running, uh, that is not resistance training. You actually need to lift weight. You need to move weight. You have to have a progressive resistance pattern that you're following. Otherwise, you're, you're just not going to, you're going to, you're going to stay flush, status quo. Um, we, I talked about reaching our peak between 20 and 35. And here's something. We gain between 10 and 22 pounds of body fat from the age of 36 to 56. And that is an ugly number. And maybe some of you can attest to that. Um, As we age, our maximum heart rate and our maximum oxygen uptake, uh, the capacity declines. So that means, and it declines by about 1% per year. And that doesn't sound like much, but it is. Especially when you start adding them up after 35, you know, you 35 to 40, then we're talking 5%, 40 to 50. Now we're up to 15%. So it really makes a difference. We also lose the ability to, um, to call on fast twitch muscles. Now fast twitch muscles is where we get our explosive efforts from. Um, how do you keep them? You train to keep them. I'm a huge proponent of power training. Power training is a combination of strength and conditioning. And um, and uh, my layman uh, d- uh, description of power is fast and strong. All right. So uh, power training is, in my opinion, the best way to stay on top of this uh, this aging curve because there's nothing we can do about aging. So um, train smart, that's a big way to fight aging. Also nutrition, get the right fuel in your body. Um, your body is a machine, it needs the right fuel. Um, you don't put diesel in a, uh, a non-diesel truck, so don't put garbage in your body and expect, expect it to perform at a high level. Um, All right, so, here's a tip. In fact, we just did this Saturday. I ran a power workout. Um, You can go to my Facebook page and you can see that workout. I posted it with a number of other photos as well as a video. And uh, it explains how to do it. Now, it's maximal force, minimal time. That means you are working at a maximum exercise capacity. And as we age, we we need to shift... From those long grinds, those, those huge uh, um, taxa- taxation on the body uh, through a period of time, we need, to, we need to cut that back. And we need to do like little sprints, little sprints, maximal force. So you give 100% every time you do something. Now, as long as you train like that, past 35, past 45, past 55, you will continue to improve your performance, you will get stronger. Your body will continue to change. Now, if you're that person that gets on a treadmill and uh, sets sets the speed at a high speed and incline and you just hit go and it's a 40 to 60 minute uh, clomp, that's not doing you any favors. In fact, there is a diminishing return on that. And I'll talk about that after our break. Um, our... Uh, After our break, I should be hearing from Jaime. Um, If not, believe me, I can fill the hour. Um, We are coming up on our break in one minute. Uh, What can I leave you with? Well, how about this? Exercise is crucial in aging. Exercise can actually reverse many of the changes of aging. It improves muscle power, endurance, and reaction time. It increases bone density and improves posture. Exercise is a natural antidepressant and mood elevator know that. You get your workout, everything feels better after that. Going into it, maybe the world was crashing around you, but it's it's amazing, that drug, that endorphin that we get from working out, how, uh, how good it makes us feel. So, to be effective, exercise must increase your heart rate to about 50% above normal. I'm going to talk about how to calculate that vigorous exercise increases the heart rate to over 85% and normally must exercise for at least 20 minutes three times a week to stimulate muscle growth the exercise must tire the muscle any exercise will work all right guys we're heading into our uh, into our commercial and I will see you in three minutes
0: Michael Skog has created an at-home workout program available through virtualskog.com. Virtual Skog is used in 38 countries worldwide. It's a program created for all ability levels with workout progressions built in. There are over 90 workouts to choose from. These workouts range from 20 minutes to just over an hour. All of the workouts are downloadable to the app to use later. Content includes kettlebell, bodyweight exercises, and yoga with new material added monthly. Visit virtualscog.com today. This is You Only Stronger with Michael Scogg. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to michael at skogkettlebell.com. Now, back to You Only Stronger.
1: And we're back, this is Michael. Um, And guess what? No Jaime, I got skunked. I can't believe it, something must be up. Um, Well, he's not in my neighborhood, so I really have no idea what's going on there. But like I said, I have plenty to share and I can fill this hour, but that also leaves us more time for you guys to call in. So if you have questions, call in. You can call in any time now. You don't have to wait for a green light. Okay, so um, I mentioned three things um, in my training smart thought. And those three things are energy systems that live in our body. ATP, that is phosphocreatine. ATP is the energy, it's small, small doses. Um, It lives in the muscle belly at the time of the exertion. And it gives us our punch. That's like our little nitrous boost. We get about ten seconds of high performance activity from ATP. Uh, Then there's the lactate system. Now that is, um, you know, you've had lactic uh, acid in your in your muscles. And that is indicating that. Well, for one, you have soreness to go with it, but that is an indication that uh, that you've broken down the muscle, and it um, it what's left behind is lactate. It's um, it's a uh, or lactic acid. Excuse me. It's uh, a corrosive, and uh, and it needs to flush out of the muscle belly. So um, uh, that gives us the ability to do maximal exercise for up to three minutes. Then there's the aerobic system and that's less intense. Now the aerobic system is that that one energy system in our body that seems to stand the test of time. It isn't reliant on a whole lot of other systems like the first two. So that is how uh, really our stamina, our aerobic capacity as you might imagine. Um, you'll see plenty of uh, people in their senior years that run um, or that cycle or uh, that do um, other activities that require an aerobic capacity. This is one of those deals where we can, uh, as as we are, um, we can count on having the ability to um, to really keep a level of stamina as we age. It's, it's a given. Now, the other two we have to work at. So that means we have to use science. We have to plug science into our workouts. Now, if you're that person who, um, who trains at Redline all the time um, and you notice that, uh, that your, your improvement in performance isn't going up, that it just kind of levels off. And when it does go up, it's in small bites and it's it, it can be frustrating because you're putting the time in you're giving you're putting the energy into it um, but you're just not getting the return maybe an appearance or a performance and there's a reason for that you are you, you haven't built recovery into your into your workout I talked about that in the last segment. So that means um, you have to take a look at how you are actually exercising. Now, I'm a kettlebell guy. As I stated, I love the kettlebell. I've done all kinds of things in my fitness career, and I've been at this a long time. Um, But kettlebell is the most effective, most efficient way to get what you're after. And I put together a program that uses science. It uses um, it uses power development principles. It uses strength training and conditioning. So you're getting all three of, of the, uh, the important elements in a workout program in one shot. And what's cool about the kettlebell is anybody can do it. As long as you have a good instructor, you will... Um, You'll, you're going to see changes, and I want to caution you. Now, maybe you have the, the heart of a bull where you can just go, 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 and your lungs match. Um, kettlebell's great for that, but I would not recommend you do it that way. I would recommend that you do um, high-intensity training, so little sprints. Um our uh, workout over the over the weekend was um, was two reps every twenty one seconds in some cases. Now that um, when we first started seemed uh, like a lot of rest, but every time you you uh, nailed your two reps, you had to move up and wait. So now we're built. We have lots of recovery built in. We have maximal force, um, minimum time. So we were exerting. Um, every time we did the exercise, which is key. But as the weight, as the load started to increase, the heart rate started to come up. And pretty soon it wasn't about um, setting the clock to 15 minutes and just grinding it out. it was a uh, it was a it was a step forward in getting stronger. It was a step forward in 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 heart health and in lung capacity as well. So um, that's power training. I, um, I I recommend it, guys. It's it's the way to go. Um, now I like to run a mix. I run conditioning, strength, and power in a rotation. It's not always a uh, a three day rotation either. Um, in fact, I like to run my power about once every 10 days to two weeks, maybe even three weeks. <clears throat> that gives the body time to recover. You can't run at red line all the time. You just can't. CrossFit runs at red line. Sorry, CrossFit. I'm going to single you out. You run at red line. It's all about getting high rep counts in low time. <clears throat> in fact, in, uh, over the weekend, I, I I talked about this certification I went to. Um, it, it was a CrossFit workout that we did. It was a WOD. I hate that word, WOD. Anyway, I digress. Um, so the WOD was uh, 100 calories on a rowing machine, 100 goblet squats, and 100 airplane pushups. So 300 reps, fast as you can go, right? So everybody is trying to get across the finish line first. And, um, and it was it, it was a collection of maddening expressions. Um, so uh, you go after this thing as fast as you can, and you know, you're looking at 15, 16, 18 minutes by the time everybody completed this run. Now that's okay. If you're to do that once every three to four weeks, and if you're training for an event that is maybe 18, 20 minutes long, but that is not a smart way to train every day. And guess what, CrossFit, that's what you do. You run at a red line every day. You do not allow recovery into your program. Um, When you overtrain, you break down tissue. In fact, when you train, period, you break down tissue. And that's good, that's a good thing. When you break down muscle tissue, that means that muscle is going to change in its appearance. It's going to either increase in size or um, the shape is going to uh, is going to transform. Excellent. That's what you want. That's the soreness that you get after a workout. Well, if that soreness never goes away, meaning you continue to train a body part day after day, week after week, Those cracks or those tears that you form in your muscles from training, they become, um, they go from cracks to canyons. And pretty soon, you can't remend the two sides. They don't, the the distance is too great. So what does the body do? It sends fluid into the area and treats it like an injury, like a real legitimate injury injury. So now you have, you have all this inflammation around the area, and uh, and the body starts to repair it. Now, if you continue to train and work out while this is going on, you are going, you're going deeper in, down the rabbit hole. Rhabdomyolysis is what's at the bottom of that rabbit hole. Rhabdo, rhabdo is a bad thing. Rhabdo eats flesh. Now, it's not going to show on your skin, but um, your muscle bellies are, are actually breaking down and uh, rhabdo can actually kill you. You can end up with a, um, with a septic uh, system. Now, I don't mean a septic system in the ground that you use for sanitation, but uh, you can develop a, an infection because your body just isn't healing and that can kill you so stay away from overtraining stay away from redlining my point in all of this is pick a smart way to train and uh, and stick with it and kettlebell is a smart way to train you get your cardio component you get your strength component in one effort and, um, you know, this is going to be a topic that I'm going to talk about uh, um, in weeks to come, and that's women in and weightlifting. Um, this is, a, this is a, a way to do resistance training, ladies, that won't bulk you up. Now, bulking up is something that, that you really have to go after for both men and women. So, swinging a kettlebell, a heavier kettlebell, isn't going to make you a big no-neck. It's it's just going to load your system a little heavier, and now you are uh, <laughs> your, your your aerobic capacity goes up, and um, your ability to to move more weight in workouts going forward um, improves as well. So um, don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid to grab a heavier bell. Um, man, I wish all of you lived in portland you could come to my gym and you could experience exactly what it is i'm talking about the only reason i have a gym is is i need a test kitchen i need a place to put stuff together and i created a program a system that works it's built on a rehab platform um so if you need body parts uh if you need them to be repaired this will find it this will find your deficiency it will fix it first it's going to exploit it you're going to feel sore. Sorry about that. That's just the way it is. But it's going to fix it, and it's going to fix it with uh, with with a speed that you just didn't anticipate. All right? So uh, here we are. We're one minute out from a break. What can I leave you with as a parting thought? Well, um, third segment is coming up, and I'm going to sew this together nicely. Um, and uh, give you guys some marching orders. So, this is the Variety Channel. You're listening to Michael Scogg. You only stronger. And today's topic is fit after 40. And hopefully, I touched on, on a topic that maybe you had questions about. Um, if not, you haven't called in yet. So, you must not have any questions. All right. See you after the break. <laughs>
0: Michael Skog has created an at-home workout program available through virtualskog.com. Virtual Skog is used in 38 countries worldwide. It's a program created for all ability levels with workout progressions built in. There are over 90 workouts to choose from. These workouts range from 20 minutes to just over an hour. All of the workouts are downloadable to the app to use later. Content includes kettlebell, bodyweight exercises, and yoga with new material added monthly. Visit virtualscog.com today.
4: Tune in to
2: The Patricia Raskin Show on voiceamerica.com every Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time.
0: This is You Only Stronger with Michael Skog. To connect with the program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to michael at skogkettlebell.com. Now, back to You Only Stronger.
1: And we're back. All right. I've got nine minutes to sew this up neatly. I think I can do it. Um, let's summarize. Uh, I talked about um, training smart. Training smart meaning you have recovery built in. Training smart also means that um, that you don't redline. All right, take your breaks. Uh, training smart means going after after your workouts with science, working out, in fact, I put this on the mirror at the gym just this past week, differentiate between exercise and working out. And I'm gonna give you my definition. Um, Exercise is science-backed. Working out is an activity. It's an interest, all right? So know the difference between the two if you know the difference between the two, you will continue to improve. And let me tell you this, folks. This is a marathon, this fitness race. It's not It's not a 10K, all right? You're not going to get there next year. You're not going to get there in 10 years. In fact, here's the reality. You never reach the finish line. Exercise or being fit is one of those deals where it's just out of reach every day, and that's okay. I want you to embrace that. That is uh, that will keep you. That will keep you at the grindstone. That will keep you pursuing it forever. And um, you have two options. Um, if you decide that a sedentary lifestyle is for you, then uh, you're going to deal with the pain called aging and a pain called system breakdown. If you um, do train, you're gonna deal with a different kind of pain. It's called a muscle soreness. Now that muscle soreness is an indicator that one, you did something and two, you're moving forward, you're making progress. So two types of pain to deal with, the pain of aging or the pain of exercise. You take your pick, I would rather deal with the pain of exercise, because honestly, it's something that I relish. It's kind of a sadistic need that we all develop as we exercise. And I'm going to talk about my daughter for a second. Uh, This is funny. So um, as you can imagine, all my life, I've been a workout guy. He's doing something. I I had my hand in everything um, that was fitness or um was some sort of activity that required exertion. And I was sore all the time. So here I'm trying to convince my daughter that uh, she should follow in my footsteps, that she should do what I do. And I think at the time she was, I don't know, eight or nine, maybe 10. She said, Dad, why would I want to do that? You're in pain all the time. Well, that stuck with me. That's something that I think about to this day, which really um, plays off that last statement I made. You have two types of pain to deal with, the pain of aging or the pain of exercise. And like I said, pain of exercise, that's the right choice. All right, so training smart, Um, be flexible, okay? Now, I'm not just talking about being able to bend over and touch the floor, because that's a flexibility that we all need to develop and stay on top of as well. But I'm talking about being flexible in mindset. So know that um, that you have to make changes. You you have to strategize this. Don't think because you have you have 10 minutes between a phone call and a client visit uh, that you need to get up and do burpees. That's that's not. That's not being flexible. In fact, that's, um, that's, being, uh, that's being a little uh, overfocused. focused um, Allow longer recovery periods. Build it into your workout. Build it into your week. Build it into your day. Give yourself enough time to sleep at night. Um, if you're one of those people that uh, you have a hard time you have a hard time uh, going to sleep at night. Oh, looks like I have a caller. A caller from Mexico City. All right, I'll take that call. It's ha- it's Jaime.
4: Hello, Michael. How are you? Jaime, you're here. Yes, yes, yes. All right.
1: Something very clear. good. Okay. So um, we don't have a whole lot of time. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna soft toss this to you, Jaime. How do you know me?
4: Well, you were one of the greatest guys known in the kettlebell sports industry. I know you because of your videos, almost um, eight nine years ago, because you were the only one solution for for the world actually that really teach videos because all the stuff that were out there were not really ra- reliable. That's how I know you, Michael.
1: Ah, uh, well, thank you for that. So um, I, I just want to quick um, throw this out there, Jaime. Jaime is the reason why I'm still in the fitness world. And, and I think I shared that with you. And if I haven't, um, well, there it is. Uh, there was a time where I was going to walk away and I reached out to Jaime and Jaime relit my fire and brought me down to Mexico. And I, and boy, I've been on a tear ever since. But one thing, um, one thing, well, a couple things about Jaime that really stand out is Jaime taught me. He was able to teach me and, and, uh, pandiculation is one of those things. And also animal movement, uh, revolve, his, certification. You want, you've got three minutes. You want to talk about those?
4: Of course, Michael. Well, um, first manipulation, I think uh, that's actually one of the real reasons we need to be fit all the time because um, have you seen ever an animal? They just just stretch, make a little jump, and they're ready for running, for jumping. They don't need to warm up like what we all do all the time, and I guess this is because um, we are losing this ability to be connected with our own body we have so big periods of time that we are just resting or doing nothing, or maybe just sit up at the computer that we are making a stiff ourselves all the time. So that's when perpendiculation comes in, and it teaches you how to real move yourself and react with your body, reconnect with your body. Uh, I think we have this issue since we are in the elementary school that we are so boring, sitting in the classroom for maybe six hours, and at some point we want to join and stretch a little, and we are taught to not do that. Actually, it's our mind telling us to to reconnect with our body once again and start doing something. So we need this activity in our body all the time. And that's what spandiculation is about. I just read it about in a book. There's not much uh, information about it, and I start to implement it. And, man, it's just so great to start working out with just a little stretch and feeling all your um, muscles, all your connections ready to make exercise. So, pandiculation is, is great. Uh, and yeah. attach with all uh, the animal movement stuff. Um, as you said with me so many times, we need to move. If we don't move, we're going to die, actually. Yeah. So, I believe also movement is really important. Not only, um, lifting heavy stuff, you need to be graceful with your body. You need to use it, um, uh, I don't know if you can ever think about it. We are the only animal in the whole creation of the world that's able to mimic almost any movement of any other animal. Except that's flying, right. of course. But we, we can swim, we can jump, we can reach out, we can climb, um, uh, you name it, run, walk. Um, so we have the ability to mimic all those movements that are beneficial for those animals. And the mean- movements are beneficial for us. I got to cut you off. We have thirty seconds, so oh, guys,
1: wait. I'm gonna wrap. I'm gonna wrap this up, and uh, we're gonna talk about animal movement, and and is just part of this going forward. So I've assigned you guys homework. It's a desk dwellers movement, and uh, and we're gonna get into animal movement and how to mimic. He brought up a great point. We're the only creature on the world that can mimic animal animal movement, and until then, I will see you soon, guys. And this is Michael Scogg. With uh, You Only Stronger, thanks for tuning in. And, man, we wrapped this up uh, with haste, didn't we? Thanks, Jaime. Thanks for calling in. All right. All right. Very good. And uh, for all you listeners, we will see you next time.
0: Thank you for listening this week to You Only Stronger. Please join your host and fitness expert, Michael Scogg again next Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember to do Michael's assignment this week, and we'd love to hear your feedback on next week's show.